Hi, this is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast. We are without Mike this week, aren't we, Russ? I don't know what he's doing, yeah. actually. I think he's gone in search of cake after that Christmas sort of gift he got given last week. So I uh, hope he brings back some next week because, uh, you know, he needs a valid excuse. I have to say, we didn't ask him how big the cake was, but I certainly hope he's not managed to devour the entire thing <laughs> in one week. I have this kind of view that a Christmas cake is probably about a foot across and quite kind of heavy and dense. Yeah, I'm not even sure fruit. That, yeah, fruit and alcohol. I'm not even sure that Mr. Dyer could. Yeah, I probably could. Anyway, yes, so it's episode 88 of the Empty Spiral podcast, as we said earlier. Uh, actually, I didn't say that earlier. I'm saying it for the first time now. The Lacuna Core Community Podcast. My name's Matt, and this is Russ. How are you this week, Russ, anyway? Me? I am good. Uh, just a bit of uh, chilling out before I jet off to uh, Canada this coming Friday to catch um, a bit of Monster Voodoo Machine Slipknot on some NHL. So uh, it's all systems go. It's mostly been joining Mr. Dyer in uh, going thermal clothes shopping because I gather it's about minus seven over there at the moment. So if I do make it back alive, I'll probably be fucking freezing. <laughs> yeah, so the end of November. A great time to go to Canada. Yes, you know, seeing as we usually discuss the UK weather forecast on the podcast, you know, and we're now digressing over to Canadian weather. So, well, I think you need to tell us what it's what it's like when you go over there. Might have to check in from site. I think that'd be a good idea if we can make it happen. That'd be quite good to see what you guys are up to. As you said, so monster voodoo machine slipknot and a bit of uh, hockey. Yeah, bit of hockey. Yeah, excellent, excellent, Niagara. Niagara is on the list, but um, our good friend Shum has told me that it might be a couple of feet under snow, so we're going to play that one by ear, but uh, <laughs> we'll certainly uh, catch up with our, our Mr. Shum for you, and uh, I'm sure we'll be able to uh, record something to uh, send out on the podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Good to hear from him again. Yeah, so um, what have I been up to this week? Um, not a lot, really. I've been catching up on a bit of Fringe. I can't, can't help myself, really. I felt the need to rewatch uh, quite a few episodes. I've been doing that over the last couple of days. Uh, looking at doing some recoding on the empty spiral forums been involved in quite a few discussions on there actually about various things uh, losing my religion being played live the recent tour specifically the uh, makeup um, and whether or not it's an ongoing thing if you think about it they obviously opened up the european tour with the show on in halloween or on halloween i should say uh, which, which, as we've seen before from Lacuna Coil, is uh, an opportunity for them all to get dressed up and put all this kind of zombie or death makeup on. But they continue to do it throughout the rest of the shows, especially Christina. And it lets what the discussion was is this something that they should continue to do generally? Quite an interesting one. Very well. Yeah, quite an interesting one. Certain style, isn't it? But there we go. That's That's kind of what I've been up to. Not really very much, I have to say. Uh, oh, I know what I did do. I bought myself, this is going to sound crazy and, and, and really strange, probably. I bought myself a new rucksack over the weekend, a canvas rucksack. And I, I've i sewn one of my Lacuna Core badges onto the rucksack. Now the question is, is it the Broken Crown Halo patch? Or have you finally found a use for your Karma Code patch? Or it could be the Godfather's patch. I'm going to go with the uh, Broken Crown Halo patch. Uh, try again. It was... Uh. Karma code patch, yeah. Although I am looking for a place to put the the, um, the broken crown halo patch, but because it's kind of reverse teardrop shaped, it, it looks like it should be better on the side or on an arm rather than on the front of a front of a um, bag. So I put the the karma code one at the top 
on the inside, sort of not on the inside, but where it'll be against the back of your neck, sort of thing, at the top on on, on the side uh-huh. you wear the backpack. So it kind of looks like a logo patch. But I even sewed it on. How about that? I'm a regular Boy Scout. I wonder if like Mike will let me in. Check it out. You'll be going hiking now or camping camping in the woods, as Mike often does. So you got from sewing on a patch to hiking in the woods? Oh, no, that's yeah, not a rucksack. Not no. going to happen. Hopefully you'll be a bit more sensible not to say what Mike did and just say I'm going camping in the woods with the kids. No. But, you know. Not go there. That's there's, there's time for that. <laughs> anyway, so in Lacuna Coil news this week, as we record this, it's Monday the 24th of November, which means that the last show in the Broken Crown Halo tour is done. The band ended up in Milan and played at live at uh, Trezzo just outside Milan uh, last night. Looked like a really good show. Lots of reports back saying that they, they really enjoyed themselves. And probably most importantly, for the encore, Marco rejoined the band, which is great to hear. Awesome. Uh, yep, really good news. And there's a couple of pictures and even a video out there of him playing where he, he went overboard with his makeup as well. His face smeared with black. I'm sure he had a really good, good time. I also saw a photo, I don't know if you saw this, Russ, of... All of the people involved, so uh, all of um, Devonman, Motionless in White, plus crew, all on stage. And I'm pretty sure I saw Marco laying on the laying on. That's the one. It was, it was, it wasn't it? I was quite. It is. Yeah. Because the first one I saw was taken from the right side, and there was a symbol in the way, and I could basically see the top of a head and some little feet sticking out of the bottom. But then I saw the sort of main one, and he's just laying in the middle of the stage. Oh, how slayer devil horns. Yeah, how very typically him. Another bit of news for you we have this week is that Lacuna Call have announced that they will be at Beatcon Music and Game Festival, which is in uh, Uvascula in Finland. This is on 30th of January 2015. So not that far away. So if you need your Lacuna Call fix and you're in that part of Europe, then head over to Uvascula. I think I pronounced that right. If I haven't, I apologise. Uh, for that particular music festival, it's quite an early in the year for a new music festival, isn't it? Really, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, a lively destination, bit of a bit of a mud spa, plenty of vodka to be drinking, and uh, some broken crowd halo. What, what's there not to want to kick off your new year? And let's not forget, you get to play some games as well, which I assume are like computer games. Ah, so there very go. good. That's, that sounds like a pretty cool place to be that time of year. So, if I wasn't already busy, I think I might be heading that way. Get on a boat over to Finland. Job done. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so this week we have the third of the three interviews we performed with members of Lacuna Core whilst on the recent UK leg of the Broken Crown Halo tour. So the week before last you would have heard Andrea, last week you heard Christina, and this week we have Mouse for you. This interview was recorded on the tour bus uh, outside the Institute. It is the Institute, isn't it? Yeah, outside. Yep, outside the Institute in Birmingham on the last day of the UK leg of the tour. So I hope you enjoy it. Good 
afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Lovely, thank you. Lovely, thank you very much. Yeah. As is always, my friend, it's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to you on tour. And it's always a pleasure to have you on tour with us. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. Yeah. So we're in Birmingham today. It's the last show of the UK tour. Yeah. Have you enjoyed the tour so far? Obviously, yes. In uh, in UK, we, we always had a very great response from the crowd. And uh, I think... Uh, it's a good start of the tour. I really enjoy every single show. Have you had a favorite? <clears throat> Yesterday was a, was a good show. Manchester. Uh, Manchester, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, London is always, you know, like great because, uh, because of the amount of people that always come to the show. Mm. But I uh, cannot complain about any, any show, to be honest, because uh, even Glasgow was a great, great audience. They're very hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and Bristol, and well. Bristol. Yeah. yeah, Bristol was good. Was actually very good to go back to Bristol after several years. I mm. think uh, four or five years. So you know, let's see what happens tonight in Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah. Well, we are, I've been to a few Birmingham shows, and they're always good. Yeah, I remember last time we played here was uh, down in the other room. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough, I was just exploring the venue. Yeah. The, the room upstairs, the institute's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, right it, top, it, it looks very old, actually. Yeah. It looks like the Ritz. Yes, it does. It does it, it's it. a little bit smaller than the Ritz, but uh, I think it's kind of the same venue. So. Have you gone right up to the top balcony? No, no, no. I hope you don't have, uh, you're not scared of heights, because it's a lot. No, I'm down. not, I'm not, usually. But uh, I didn't have, to be honest, I didn't have time today, because I went out in the, you know, <laughs> visiting the city and uh, just in time to sound check and uh, take a shower before the show. So. But uh, there's going to be time to get on top. <laughs> Always time to get on top, my friend. Always time, yeah. Are you going to see the show from there? I might do, actually. I might try to do some more videos. I think I've been nice. good right. videos so far, and I've nice. got a few more to put online. For yeah, I, I posted some of yours yeah. on my page as well, the cool, from you. London show, the yeah. Our Truth, and uh, the other one. The yeah, they come Nothing out really well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Really, yes. sounds, sound quality's been really good, and the vocal quality's been good. Yeah, so yeah. Nice. All proving to be very successful, so good stuff. I'm hoping to catch a few more tonight. I, I'll try to get up really high and get some good shots, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I guess. All right, so uh, brings on to the main part of the interview. We're gonna talk about Broken Hand Ground Howling for a little while, okay? So the album's been out since March, mm -hmm. uh, and it's proven, I think it's fair to say, to be very popular. Lots of people are getting into the album. Yes, are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually seeing the reaction of the people every day because we're touring since February. So, I had a. Uh, I have to say that it's been very well received in the states, especially in the states. The single uh, "Dying Rise" mm -hmm. was pretty popular, and uh, in South America as well. So I, I'm positive about this last record and. Uh, I think uh, there are a couple of uh, good songs out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of those songs then, so what's it like now with being the, the single guitarist in Looking Upon? Uh, obviously it's, it's a shame that Pizza and Chicho left the band uh, one year ago, but uh, as I was saying to you yesterday in the pub, uh, it's uh, it's uh, life changes, you know, and uh, life change every single day. Mm -hmm every day and uh, you have to make decisions and uh, uh, at least they, they were honest with them especially and uh, with us later on telling that they just simply they, they, they wanted to change their life you know and uh, it's normal I think after 15 or 16 years together 
as a family we're still a family but a long distance family right now because the pizza moved to the states and uh, Chicho is living by the mountains with his family so I'm happy for them and uh, I'm happy to be still in the band and uh, because I really believe in the, in the project and uh, obviously I, I enjoy to play guitar so how has it changed the dynamic on stage for you then dynamic on stage well visually a lot because uh, you don't have these five people in the front anymore so we're trying to <clears throat> Uh, when it's possible, you know, when the when stage is enough big to move, we we try to move a little bit more, uh, exchanging position and blah blah blah. And uh, in terms of uh, music, I think um, it changed a lot. It gave me a lot of uh, responsibility right now because uh, there is we are only three instruments, so mm -hmm. it's the bass, the drums, and the, the guitar. So. If I fuck up, you can uh, clearly hear that I'm <laughs> fucking up. No, but uh, okay. No, uh, obviously for some of the old songs we had to we have to to put some uh, backing tracks uh, because uh, there were, for example, parts with arpeggios and uh, lead melodies and stuff like that. And as I said, I'm not Michelangelo that I can play two necks at the same time. So obviously we are we are playing some of the songs with uh, with uh, guitar tracks uh, for some parts. For example, when there is a solo part, there is obviously a rhythm section coming in. And uh, you will notice that even in Spellbound because I'm doing the rhythm parts uh, and uh, Pizza was always doing the arpeggio mm -hmm. so it's uh, for some songs not all of them but for some songs you, we are now using the backing tracks just because uh, it's uh, is the only way to play these kind of songs for the future uh, already spoke with the rest of the guys and we are considering to make songs like more for uh, one guitar only and uh, you know these uh, three instrumental pieces yeah. as well you know like um, let's see what happens mm. let's see what happens okay so Broken Crow Halo then uh, you played quite a few of the, the tracks live so far like yeah Money Stands That Way and Zombies and Victims and yeah Dying Rise and so forth do you have a, a favorite track to play favorite yeah well I have a couple which are um, Zombies of course and um, the the first track out of the album which is uh, nothing stands i mm -hmm. think uh, i like zombie just because the the verse stays always like uh, in the right uh, with the right speed and um, keep it you know intention mm -hmm. and um, obviously there is a solo part uh, which i enjoy to play live and uh, nothing stands is another of my favorite one out of the album just because it's a uh, strong since the beginning i like the riff i like the main part you know like uh, reminds me a little bit of a uh, rammstein in the in the mood you know like and uh, i like this kind of songs uh, mm, other than that i think um even dying rise was a nice song and uh cyber sleep it's another great great song probably a little bit too mellow but it's pro it's made for that kind of mood you know like uh, and um, another song that I, I I didn't think was kind of my favorite out of the album but then 
later on when Christina put the lyrics and uh, the, the vocal lines, the vocal parts, I really enjoyed the chorus, which was uh, hostage to the light. I think uh, it's a it's a kind of a rock poppy song, but I I don't know why I like it. I like probably the chorus. I like uh, the way it is right now. And we actually tried we played that song live um, more than a couple of times. Okay, you I saw I heard you uh, sound checking. Cybersleep earlier. Yes. You yes. planning on playing that at all on the tour? Do you think? Or well, we still working on right it? now, right now in the UK, we're still, you know, like um, having these coed line shows with uh, Motionless. Yeah. And um, so we only have one hour set, mm-hmm. as they have, you know. Even it doesn't matter if we finish the show, but uh, we only have one hour set. And uh, uh, from tomorrow on. We we're gonna start headlining properly, and uh, we will have like our hour fifteen, hour twenty minutes show, and uh, obviously we're considering to to put that song, which is a, a song out of the new album, and we need to play some of the new songs uh, from Lo- Luxembourg. Yes, Luxembourg one was. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it to pretty much everybody before. I felt that Dark Adrenaline didn't get enough love touring wise from you guys because you were at the time touring your your Dark Legacy tour mm. so and that kind of coincided with the release of Dark Adrenaline so there's a, yeah. a number of songs on there that haven't been played or haven't got the kind like of what? Um, well you've not done the Losing My Religion We never. you know what we never played that song live never I know we to. just recorded and uh, I think um, we <coughs> we we're gonna we're gonna perform that song uh, in December because speaking with Andrea and we we might have uh, three more shows in Italy mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, the agency that has Lacuna Coil to play mm-hmm. they, they wanted to hear like something different because of these uh, special very special events like uh, I'm talking about three shows uh, in, in Italy so I think we we uh, will have to, to play that cover and uh, it's going to be a challenge because uh, since we recorded in the studio, I never, I totally forgot the song. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, I totally forgot the song, yeah. But that was the only one that he hasn't been played live. On the side, have you played that? On the side, I don't know. No, uh, I don't think so. No, so you're not stuck enough. So against you? Against you, yeah. Yeah, we played that song in, um, in the States mm. for a week. Yeah, you didn't play in the real name either, did you? I know, I know. <laughs> I, would lo- I would love to play that song. I I think Dark Adrenaline is one of those albums. That's, that's the Broken Crown Halo. It deserves a special play the whole album kind of show. We will. One we day. will. All right, well, invite me along when you do. <laughs> okay. After a couple of pints, so you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to solos then. Uh, I think it's fair to say that as the Cause music has evolved over the years, yeah. there have been more guitar solos. And you said earlier that you enjoy the guitar solos. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy to play, you know. I would love to have a different approach musically. Mm. And uh, But as I said, I, I think, um, I think we, we see what, what happens in the future, you know. I would love to play like more groovy and heavier stuff. Mm. Because uh, simply because even the the hard uh, die hard fans and uh, people in general, they keep saying that 
the the best song out of the the new record was uh, Zombie, probably because it's the most complete song. There is a little bit of everything inside. Yes. There there is um, there are Andrea's part, there are Christina's part. Like um, Andrea is very prominent, maybe. Yes. Because of the screams, the, the screams the really well. Yeah. And uh, actually, a lot of a uh, lot of people enjoy that kind of um, back to the roots uh, song, and um, and definitely there is a well, there is a solo part which is uh, which is great. I mean, it's not the best solo of out of my life, but uh, I really enjoy to play it, and uh, I think we should we should follow that kind of way on the on the next record. We should follow um, instinct and. Uh, um and uh, to play and to record what we really want to play live mm. because uh, when we're talking about live shows we always want to play like some some of these kind of songs because we simply we like to play have you got a favorite solo of all the solos in lacuna Corps? i know you like 119 i like 119 but it's not about me it's about you do you do you have a favorite one i um, I like uh, yeah I like 119 probably because uh, it was the very first one out of uh, you know mm. first like, two so yeah. well the, the, the very well shit yeah, well, there was a half life but there was not even a solo part there was just a melody Arabian melody mm. yeah I think uh, 119 I like even um, I remember us shouting the game mouse 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 the game <laughs> Yeah, the game was great, and uh, this one, yeah, the last one in uh, in Zombie, I like it a lot. Well, this week on the Empty Spiral podcast, we reviewed because we were reviewing all of your songs. Every yes. Week. Yeah. Okay. And every every week we we go through the album systematically, and we've got to Against You. Against You, yeah. On, on Dark Adrenaline, and that's got a very quite a long guitar solo in it. As I recall. Mm, I don't know if it was long or not. I. I it, it's just a matter of uh, when it fit, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you. If it's coming out like in a better, in a, in a good way, why not put a little bit longer part, you know? Well, it definitely feels in a good way, of course. Yeah. Like the only thing that we don't like about that song are the choruses in the very end of it. They are way too long. There are three choruses repeating. And you know uh, I said that myself that I felt the song yeah. never needed a, a different kind of ending, a different kind of chorus, or something different because it just goes on. It kind of I don't want to say it outstays its welcome, but it goes on. It doesn't doesn't change enough towards the end. It's yeah. a great song. I like yeah. the song a lot. But yeah, I agree. With yeah, you. and uh, we were. Con that's why we stopped playing. So going back on the conversation we 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 did before about uh, against you played live or not. Uh, yeah, we, we played live that song uh, like for a week, uh, as I said, just because uh, we felt like the the very end of the song was uh, way too much repeating and uh, way too long, you know, like uh, three choruses in the end, mm. always doing the same shit. It was way too much. So we will play that song live, but we need to adjust and rearrange, you know, like maybe cutting uh, one or two choruses in the end, and then it's going to be but as you know, we playing with the click, yeah. So stuff that um, we have to rearrange on the Would computer. Would it be possible to have it going to another song? 
that kind of leads straight into my I phone. love it. I that'd love be, it. That'd be quite cool. That, cool, that would be great. Just sort of, you think you get into the end of it and it's getting to that, as you say, that the, the triple chorus and then yeah. you're out and then suddenly, boom, you fire it up and bring up it right with the zombies, which just opens yes, up. Yes. Or maybe just have Andrea go, and you go straight into nothing. Man, that would be awesome. Just that would, that yeah, we need to think about this kind of stuff, you know, like uh, um, arranging the tracks, you know, like uh, together. I don't know if it's going to be a problem for Ryan, you know, because of uh, the, the tempo change. Ah, oh, he can do it. He can do it, Come yeah, on. fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. He's got to earn his wedge. Come on, make him, make him work for it. Okay, so, still on Broken Crown Halo then. Is there a, a particular song that you would like to see as another single to be released from the album? Zombie. Zombies? Yeah. Everybody so far has said zombies. This is a real clearly big favourite of you. Guys. Yeah, but just because, uh, as I said, we that's why we should probably focus, be focused on these kind of songs for the future, you know, mm. because uh, we really, we had a very, very positive feedbacks back you know from from the from the fans from the people in general even people that doesn't listen lacuna coil normally mm. they've been introduced to the band just for this song or maybe mm, nothing stands or maybe dying rise so Zombie, I think it's a it's a good song, and we should we should uh, we should no, replay. A, you know, it's, it's not a good song. It's an amazing song. It's, it's amazing. A, okay, oh, okay. On. I don't want to go against you. <laughs> okay then. So, if you had an unlimited budget, you could spend as much money as you wanted to spend. Mm. What would you do to make a video for zombies? How would it be? In your imagination, how would you see that working? Oh, I, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. Do you have an, uh, an extra question? And uh, uh, yeah, what's the most challenging song? Uh, on Broken Crown Halo for you to play? None of them right now. No? No. No, to be Super honest. Mouse. Not Super Mouse, but just because uh, um, when we get, you know, like um, <clears throat> when we started playing, for example, we picked up like uh, four or five songs in the beginning to mm. play live from the last record. And. Um, uh, when you're on tour and you actually play the same songs every night, it's not a very challenging yourself. You know, it will be a challenge if you play differently and uh, different songs every night. That would be. Plus, we're not we're not like Megadeth. There's nothing to challenge. You know, like uh, we don't have so complicated songs, so complicated riffs. Uh, if I have to say which one is uh, the most challenging one for me well uh, once again zombie okay zombie just because it's more there's more uh, variety mm. in the in the in the riffs in the parts and um, that's it okay so that video then the video the video of zombie what the other side zombies well, zombies. Okay. Pretty obvious, really, but lots of really made uh, up, well made up, like The Walking Dead. Nah, uh, well, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. What you I will probably mm, rather be dressed like a normal people, like uh, office people. Office workers, yeah. Yeah, office workers, because uh, I think uh, early in the morning when they have to go to the office uh, right. they, they look like zombies yeah. you know 
I've, I've been one of them on many occasions. Yeah, so, or I don't know about the, I don't know how to describe this new video, but um, yeah, kind of. I'm gonna think about it. Yeah, I, I, I still have to think about it a little bit more. Okay, okay, so I've got some questions now from fans that have kind of submitted questions to Empty Spiral to ask okay. various Ooh. members of Looking to Go. So uh, these aren't my questions, so I apologize <laughs> in advance. Okay, so the first question then is um, how, how hard do you find it being away from family and friends when on tour for so long? Uh, it's how hard. do you deal with it? It's hard, you know, but uh, it's something that you have to deal with, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, uh, I think I'm doing uh, probably the best job uh, in the world. I'm really enjoying every single single day of it. But obviously, the, the, there are sacrifices as well, you know. Like uh, it's great for me to be able to to play in front of people every night. It's great because I had this uh, huge chance to tour and uh, to to see the entire world pretty much because we've been to Australia, we've been to Japan, we've been how many times in Europe? Like uh, yeah. probably thousand times. We've been to South America, Mexico, States, Canada, pretty much everywhere in the world except uh, Africa. And even that, you know, I remember we got uh, got the, the occasion to play in South Africa once for New Year's Eve, but we refused, whatever. So doing this kind of job is awesome, don't get me wrong, because uh, we meet a lot of people every day, we make friends everywhere in the world, and um, once again, I can visit, I can see stuff that I will never be able to see. If I was doing another job, but obviously there is the other side of the medal is uh, you're out from home, you're out from your family and friends, and uh, sometimes it's a little bit frustrating. Some some other times, well, it's not, but just because uh, it depends what you balance, you know, and um, what do you want to do. I want to play, you know, and uh, so. But uh, obviously, yeah, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. It's okay. not easy. Sometimes uh, mm, there are days that are, you're very depressed, you know, because no, we, without any reason, eh? mm. but just because you're simply out, and uh, especially when you're out for months, for months. Like I'm not talking about 20 days or 23 days of tour. I'm talking about like uh, 100, 100 and more and more days, mm. which we did already, and it wasn't easy at all. No, I imagine that's massive disconnection from your family. Yeah, friends. obviously we always. I I always try to keep in touch, like every day, constantly, to know what's going on at home. Uh, to know about my dog, for example. And uh, how is he? He is great. He's great. <laughs> but uh, in a few days, he's going to be operated. Oh, click, click, click. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Poor little fan. Okay, so Mike wants to know Elvis or the Beatles. Which do you prefer? Um, I don't know. Well, I always say Elvis or Beatles. Uh, say Beatles or Johnny Cash. <laughs> Slash Johnny Cash. Okay, throw in that one. Okay, similar kind of question. Bianca asks Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath? Led Zeppelin. 
Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You for me. Said Black no, no, no. For me, Led Zeppelin. I'm a huge fan of Led Zeppelin. Good like stuff. That. And Russ wants to know: Hyperfast or Half Life? Hyperfast. Okay. Hyperfast. I've got a question. Came from me. Okay. Uh, what inspired the "I Like It" video from Shallow Life? You know that crazy fun. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think um, it was a collection of ideas, and uh, obviously we didn't want to take that song uh, too serious. You know, it was a kind of a way too poppy song out of uh, the album, and so we wanted to to have a video that was putting a smile on the face of people that was seeing the video, and. Uh, I, to be honest, I don't remember how we 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 got into that, you know, <laughs> video. But I remember, I remember we we shared some ideas with the director, and uh, and then uh, remember that day when we we got to the studios and everything was uh, setting up for different locations, and uh, probably the most funny one was the 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 black metal yeah, 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 the yeah. black metal room yeah the really goldfish yeah the I, I really enjoyed it <laughs> but but to be honest I, it was uh, it's not the best video out of Lacuna Coil oh, yeah, yeah it is it's but it's uh, for it. sure it was very <laughs> the most funny one yeah did uh, you have a particular favorite part to play whether it was the hippie or the black metal or the the black metal, come on, yeah. But even even when we're stoned, you know, under the yeah, I like that shit. The whole thing from start to finish, yeah. Is just and cool. even Marco and Chicho, I have to say that they they did a great performance on that video about yeah, yeah, the, the rap, rappers, yeah. the rappers. We're still waiting for the. Uh, the probably the was uh, probably was one of the best uh, together with the uh, with the black uh, the black metal room. Yeah, yeah. I like the kind of the Nirvana one as well with, with Andy where he's like. Ah, uh, like uh, Nirvana, like uh, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of one that was good. Well, like, we thing. pretty much like the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. it was like there was there's nothing to not love about that. That's fantastic. Okay, so Bianca wants to know what's your favorite women's underwear. Um, it's better without underwear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just said the same thing, so you're good company. Okay. Well, I'm not very familiar with uh, yeah, yeah. women's stuff. Well, no, not for you to wear, but I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, unless. But, yeah. No, no, no. Stop. You heard it here first, folks. No. <laughs> okay. Next question. Um, is there one song that you that never had a video that you wish should have? For example, we were talking about the last album, so Zombie. You want to have that one, yeah, you? I really, uh, really like the um, Nothing Stands video mm -hmm. out of it, but that was live, so we we knew that the guy was filming parts of the show and uh, well, that song particularly. But uh, and I actually like it a lot in black and white. But um, one song that I would love to make a video for it is uh, Zombies or um, even Against You, maybe. Yeah. Something different, you know. Okay. And Hostage to the Light is another one that I would love to have with a video. Mm. Okay. Do you have any ideas of what the Hostage to the Light video will be like? 
It's got a very distinctive sound about it. It, it does feel like a story that would unfold. Yeah, not really, not really. What no. about Cyber Sleep as a video? Cyber Sleep, uh, I see, I see it very much with a kind of a zero zero seven, yeah. you know, like kind of movies or just for the intro of the film or whatever. But uh, I never imagined a video out of it. Okay. You you did? Yeah, yeah, I did one. I'll show you. Oh, okay. So next question then. So Emma wants to know if you could invent a time machine, mm -hmm. okay, and go back in time. What? Where would you go to? Or when would you go to? And why? Maybe uh, in the era of uh, Leonardo, da Leonardo Vinci. da Vinci. Okay. So just to meet the just yeah. to meet the guy and uh, and see how magic and how how much brain he had. Like he invented pretty much mm -hmm. everything. And uh, in the Rinascimento, yes. Yeah, Rinascimento. So yeah. like 14, 70, 80, yeah. sort of early fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. That's a good 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 time. Good time. Yeah. And Florence. Florence. Yeah. Florence area. Yeah. Cool. That was a time when. Uh, yeah, they, they they were discovering stuff and uh, being always kind of attracted. Yeah, being, being yeah. always attracted by this kind of stuff, you know. And I think Leonardo was uh, definitely one of the main brains out of this world, you know. Mm. Not just because he, not because he's, he was Italian, but because of what he really invented, you know. Mm. He was. Uh, <laughs> Flying actually, even his, yeah. Even his drawings just inspired even trains yeah. and uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I might come with you. Let me know when I have. Okay, okay. It sounds like a cool place. I book an extra ticket for yeah, you please, then. <laughs> I'll bring the booze. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for, Mouse? Oh fuck! Am I gonna die soon or what? <laughs> that wasn't a threat, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for? Come on. I would love to be remembered. For a very sincere guy, very easy down on earth because I'm friendly all the time. Even sometimes I don't look like. Uh, now you're always friendly. But I, yeah, I'm very usually I'm very generous and uh, you know a kind guy and uh, funny too. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Favorite beer in the UK? Uh, four right now, so it's now Hobgoblin still. Amazing beer, yeah. The Bombardier, the mm -hmm. Trooper, mm -hmm. and London Pride still. Okay, all four good choices. We yeah. have to start one and work our way through the next yeah. time. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. Okay, well, we're nearly at the end now, Mouse, so I just got one final question for you. Sure. Have you got any final, uh, final words for your fans out there? Uh, it's gonna be the usual. Thank you guys for being always with the band and supporting the band so hard uh, without you we really will be nothing and uh, I'm glad you are still with the band uh, if I obviously I consider this band not very young anymore but uh, um, you're very passionate about this band and uh, even you Matt I really thank you for your great work and what you're doing every day for this band so you're thank you very welcome you thank you very much guys thank you thank you on behalf of flipping the core fans everywhere thank you Matt. thank you thank you once again to mouse for an excellent interview it was always good chatting to you
Uh, I think Mouse is probably recovering after a couple of late nights in the pub with us. Uh, but yeah, he was in a great mood. It's great to chat and uh, always a lot of fun. This week, we are reviewing the song Upside Down. Do you know what, Russ? It feels like we're really flying through. It does. It does. You know, we'll be on Broken Crown Halo soon, and it's uh, we just started the podcast. What's going on? It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We're almost halfway through Dark Adrenaline. So, yes, Upside Down. Uh, I believe it's my turn to go first, is it not? It is indeed. It is indeed. So, this is a very interesting song. I've listened to this song a number of times, it's fair to say. Over the last three or four, well, no, not three or four years, two or three years, and hmm, I, I, I didn't really know where to start when it came to reviewing this. So I think I'll start at the beginning then. So I, I think the interesting, the interesting, I think the introduction, the intro, the the opening to the song is very interesting. That disorientating way that the the music bounces back and forth between the left and right, it's it. It kind of opens up the song in a very interesting fashion. I do feel that it's, and this is probably going to say this again, as I sort of cast my thoughts out about the rest of the song. It feels like this one's got a very kind of heavy synth mix running all the way through it. And that's not just on the music, it's also on the vocals. Speaking of the vocals then, so uh, obviously it starts off with Andrea uh, and then goes into Christina for the chorus. Uh, Andrea's sounds fine although i'll come on to what it's like live which i think is a much better song live um a little bit of kind of mix in there but i think christina's voice i don't know what it is about this song but when she i like the vocals um i like the the way she sings it i certainly like the lyrics i think my actually my favorite line in this song is the actual chorus itself i'm leaving the dark side upside down laughing at my disaster i really like that that kind of those couple of lines but there's something the way that Christina's voice has been mixed in this, which kind of loses a lot of its power. It sounds quite tinny, and and I find that quite distracting. Um, it does feel like an exercise in kind of a, a heavy remix. I really love the bass line, but it doesn't come through enough in this song. Uh, and, and as I said before, I prefer this song live. In fact, they played it live uh, in the Broken Crown Halo tour. Uh, I haven't put the video online yet, but I listened to that just a few moments ago, actually, before we started recording the podcast, after I'd listened to the album version. And there's such a difference. I, the, the live version is such a better song, in my opinion. The way it's, it doesn't have that remix. You've got the clear guitars. Both voices sound great. There's a rawness to Andrea's voice, which you don't really get on the album. And a depth to Christina's voice, which I think somehow got lost in amongst the mix as well. We can just hear the whole song better. So for me, this is a much better live song than it is on the album. Maybe it's because that mix, even though I know you've said in the past, Russ, that Dark Adrenaline is a pretty good mix for an album. You've got a better ear for these things than I have. Anyway, moving back onto the music then. Uh, we've got that lovely guitar solo, which I just love it. It's a lot of fun. It feels like a, I get the impression that Mouse probably really quite enjoys playing this one. Uh, and it, it really reflects well in the guitar solo. And then we've got the, the final chorus. And then you've got that kind of punchy lead out. And then it's done. And that's it. 
I, I like the song. I like the song. I think it's better live than it is on the album, as I said before. I think there's a compression or there's something that's happened to the vocals here which doesn't quite feel right to me, but it's a good song. What do you think of it? Cool. Yeah, I'm similar to you. I'm a massive, massive fan of this song. If I'm honest, I'm quite sentimental towards this because this is sort of one of the songs alongside um, Trick the Darkness when I heard sort of when it was just sort of hot off the press, as it were, in sort of Milan when I was out there. And the first time I heard it, it was like a shotgun blast to the head. It just completely blew me away just the heaviness of it as you mentioned it starts with that process distorted guitar which is again is a is a new step for lacuna coil in terms of the you know the staggered left to right mixing it just you know it throws you off balance you then got that drum hit comes in you've got the the guitars just rev up with sort of that dual distortion and then bang it just goes on a complete dual guitar attack mm. as you mentioned sort of andrea comes in with sort of the, the verses and it's sort of a, a, a sort of Almost um, not pedestrian, but he sort of holds back a little bit. It's like a, a pissed off sort of whispered sort of line that's sort of building up. And then Christina sort of hits you with that huge chorus. And I'm a big, as I mentioned, big, massive fan of this song. Lyrically, I think it's sort of um, an angry song. It's sort of a sense of self-reflection, perhaps on a relationship with a different person. I've picked out the same two lines as you have, funnily enough, laughing at my disaster. Love that line. It's got that perfect guitar solo again from Mouse that you mentioned. And I think the key thing is Mouse is always very technical with his solos, but the best thing about it is it just completely serves the song. Not, there's not a note that sounds out of place. and It just adds and elevates the song. Live, as you mentioned, slightly different take on it, but I'm a big, big fan of both versions. It's sort of just, you know, really, really, it's an attacking song. It's energetic, it's bouncy, it's in your face, and it's just great, great looking call. So, massive fan of Upside Down. Wow, you are a big fan. We're going to give it scores, wise then, right? Mate, this is a 10 for me. Wow, 10. Excellent. 10. Okay, cool. Cool. I've given this one 8 out of 10 and an 8.5 live. So, I think it's just a little bit better live. But, yeah, a couple of good scores. We'll have to get Mike's take on it next time. We speak to him just to find out, sort of complete the numbers and find out what he thinks of Upside Down. What if Mr. Dies off eating some Upside Down cake? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, you just oh, let it go, it. mate. Just let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. All right. Just leave, leave the Upside Down cake upside down or something. I don't know. There we go. Fair You're enough. just laughing at my disaster, aren't you? I am laughing at your disaster. I really, <laughs> really am, mate. Okay, well, that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. You can contact us, of course, through the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net, and you'll see the links to all of our social media sites on the front page of the website. Uh, You can also join the forums there, as well as subscribe to the Empty Spiral podcast, or download it directly, or even stream it from Empty Spiral. So you've basically got every opportunity to... Pretty much do what you want, really. Really, if you want an MP3, we can give you that. If you want to have it downloaded straight to your Android or your iPhone or any other smartphone, we can do that for you. So no excuses for not checking us out. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, you can of course do so. Just get in contact with us, leave a message on one of our Facebook pages or on in the comments on the website or pretty much any other way. We'll be in contact. We'll Skype you and then we can have a conversation. So you know, if you want to get online with us, then please do so. Uh, and that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to have to uh, see what Mike's been up to, see if he's been hunting down that Christmas cake or eating upside down cake. But until then, have a great, great time. And uh, I hope you listen to more Lacuna Core. I certainly will be. Take care, everybody. Cheers, guys. <laughs>